Today is Thursday, February 2nd, 2023. My name is Jeremy, and this, sadly, is my first cup today. Uh, no, it is water. Whatever you're thinking it is, it's not that. It's water. Because nothing is open yet. Uh, I'm, I'm toying with the idea of not telling you yet where I am. Uh, as you can tell, I am somewhere else. And uh, I've had a lot of fun with that. I've been posting some stuff on, on my personal Instagram. And I've had some people write in and guess. And most of them were really far off. I was surprised. I thought you guys would be better at this guessing game. Uh, I want to say good morning to Stacy, Rebecca, Mark, and all the rest of you out there. No matter how or where or when you are watching or listening. I appreciate you. Yes, the table that I am using is a little... I, I gotta find a piece of paper to fold up and pop under one of these legs. Stacy says, you're not in the place I thought you were. That's correct. I am probably not. Um, a number of people thought I was going back to Belize and I had thought about it. Uh, the reason I did not go back to Belize... So here's a clue. I'm telling you where I'm not. The reason I did not go back to Belize is dealing with the logistics of flight, flight, land, hotel, water taxi, hotel, stay, and then doing all of it in reverse uh, was stressing me out. And I just, and I wanted somewhere I didn't have to deal with that. Good morning, Jenny. I wanted somewhere that I could just fly in and get on a whatever. And they would take me to my hotel and I would stay there the whole time. And that's what happened. Uh, and in fact, the, there's a lot more that happened than that. It was a little bit more adventurous than I wanted it to be. Uh, Dennis says his guest would have been bullied. Stacy says, I thought you, you'd headed to Italy. Oh, interesting. Uh, you know, what's most interesting about Italy is I really have no desire to go to Italy. I mean, I, I would, but there are so many places on the list before Italy. Truly. Um, although the food, you know, going to Italy to, to eat my way around the country would be kind of fun. Uh, so I landed, and as I was getting my bag from baggage claim, they announced my name over the speaker. Well, I couldn't find where to go, and I couldn't find people to ask. Now, there were people that did other things that I could have asked, but it was tired, and it had been a long flight, and I did not handle that well. And they ended up going out. The easiest clearing of customs ever. I walked through a line. Literally it. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, they stamped my passport, and then at declaration, I just walked through. That was it. They were doing some random searches. And I ended up on the outside of the airport, which is completely chaotic. And finally figured out what was going on, got back in, and it took it took over an hour. I left my laptop on the plane. Oof, kind of needed that. Uh, so we figured it out. I got my laptop. Uh, in the end, almost everyone treated me well. Now, the thing that I think is most uh, interesting was a particular exchange. So I, I was warned that where I am, the the taxi driver community is aggressive and scammy. Many of them. 
And as I was trying to get back from inside the airport to the place I needed to be to get my, my shuttle, someone stopped me, literally put their arm out and stopped me. This was not someone with a badge. They did not look official. And it really could have gone sideways. Now, the reason I'm telling you this story is because I think I handled it the best way I could. I'm going to be thinking about this one for a little while. So this gentleman stops me. He said, where, where are you going? And I just tried to go past. Actually, I tried to go past him. That's when he stopped and put his arm out. He said, where are you trying to go? I'm in charge. And I'm looking at him I'm like, you do not look in charge. And I said, in charge of what? He said, in charge of this, all this. And the fact that he was willing to put his arm out and just his demeanor, it was starting to escalate. And I don't remember quite what I said, but he looks at me and his English was actually excellent. Not even much of an accent. And he said, I'm in charge and I don't like the way you're talking to me. And I was like, ooh, that's a good one. And I'm thinking, all right, so here I am in a strange place, solo, with many people around. I don't know how many of them are his friends. I've got my bags. None of the cards are in my favor here. So we talk for a moment and a security guard catches wind of what's going on and comes over and this guy immediately puts his tail between his legs and walks off. He knew, he knew he was had, he didn't even try. So ultimately I got where I needed to go, I had a wonderful driver. Uh, what is the temperature here right now? 74. What is it back home right now? Let's see. The temperature back home right now is 14. I'll take it. Uh, good morning, Gad. Good morning, Jenny. <laughs> Tommy says it's disrespectful outside here this morning. It's so cold. Yeah. Yeah. Before I left yesterday, I brought trash out to the garage. Just that act, which I want to say was 60 seconds total. My hands were basically numb. It was ridiculous. So after I talk to you, um, there were some things that Google Maps says open at 7. So I'm going to go find water and drink about two gallons to make up for yesterday. And start figuring out my day. I've got a bunch of calls. Oh, and here's a... Here's a fun one. Dennis says we're enjoying a balmy 19 in Central Connecticut. Um, so on the flight from JFK down here, um, just randomly, actually I got on the wrong seat because I was looking at the wrong ticket. I was looking at my ticket from Burlington. Oh, <laughs> while I was waiting to grab my laptop because they had to go get it and find somebody and all that, and I'm sitting there and I'm waiting with this one other person, this, this woman, and she started her day in Burlington too. She lives in Burlington. She works for uh, Keurig. <laughs> We're in a whole other country. 
that I'm meeting Vermonters. Her story didn't work out quite as well. Her bag never made it. Um, good morning, Nathan. So I'm sitting next to this guy and we get to talking and he has a business. And I start doing my thing. And I'm just talking to him. And he's talking about what he needs and the challenges. And I'm like, well, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? And we spent about an hour talking that way. And I don't bring it up. He brings it up. Maybe you should be my director of marketing. We'll see. I told him, I said, he can't have me full time. But he was on his way down here, too. You know, I'm in this, I'm in this little room here. I can, I can show you. This is the room. No, it's, it's not, it's very not fancy. It is very not fancy. Um, but it's 40 bucks a night. I need, I need a place to work, which I have. I need a bed to sleep. I need a shower. I need a bathroom. That's it. I don't need anything fancy. This guy's talking about, you know, the place he's staying is really nice and it's $600 a night. I'm like, that's uh, my two weeks of, that's more than two weeks. I'm sorry, that's more than two days of that is more than my two weeks down here. So, no, I'm good. Um, and the reason I have water, because I can't drink the water, the reason I have water is I brought my water filter. So. Um, but I have a bunch of meetings today, a whole bunch of them. And I've got one at eight, and then I get a break, so I'll go find some breakfast in between there, and we'll just, we'll just keep going. We'll see what happens. But it's an adventure, and I wanted an adventure. I'm going to tell you all, all about the adventure as things go along. I, I will I will let you all know Dennis has the country. But now you gotta figure out where. Uh, what's it look like outside the window? Dark. It is currently very dark. This window opens to the hallway. It's very strange. I don't know if it used to be open air out there and then they put a roof on or something, but there are windows there and there. All right, uh, I think Frank sent some stuff over. Let me see. Uh, Frank, did you, you did. I think you sent it. Yep, sent it the other day. Oh, we have an episode today, too. Uh, which episode is today? I don't remember. Let me check. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Episode 785 of Martial Arts Radio that I did with Andrew. Martial arts should be fun. I think we forget that fun is one of the things it should be. And we talk all about why it should be fun. And if it's not fun, what you're missing. There is, is such a, a strong element in our community of people who don't think martial arts should be fun. It should be serious 100% of the time. And I, I don't agree. And so that's what we spent time talking about in this episode. I hope you check it out. hope you enjoy it. I hope you will comment on it. hope you will leave feedback in the Martial Arts Radio Behind the Scenes group on Facebook. Yeah. 
Cat says, I'm trying to go all Grisham here and look for insects on the wall that are indigenous to a certain area. Tommy says, I wonder if I have a travel story where is that? Wouldn't surprise me, Tommy. You seem to have travel stories from everywhere. <laughs> and he adds, make sure you don't do anything I would find fun. Stay safe, mother. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I don't mind being adventurous. No, I think I need to knock that, that door hinge pin back in. That one looks like it's about to fall off. I'll take care of that later today when people are awake. Uh, because where I am did not shut down until probably 2 o'clock. When I arrived, a lot of things were still open. And I arrived, when did I get here? 10.30? No, almost 11. Plenty of stuff still open. There is a... And just, just kind of as I was doing my research, there's a decent... Here, here's a clue for you. Uh, there is a decent digital nomad entrepreneur community here. So maybe I can connect with some of those folks. That would be cool. All right. Uh, the stuff from Frank. Thank you, as always, to Frank for our, for everything, for all the things that you did. Thank you to Josh for our theme song. You guys can't tell I'm tired. I did not sleep well. I used my mask because there's way too much ambient light. And thank you to Denise for our audio. We continue our look at Booker T. Washington. I have learned that success is to be measured not so much by the position that one has reached in life, as by the obstacles which he has had to overcome excuse me, while trying to succeed. As I get older, and I do more, and I work more, and I find more success, I'm coming to realize that I think the path that I chose when I was young is exactly the path that is going to make me successful as I age. A lot of my friends took these you know, really good jobs right out of school and I didn't. You know, I was about a year into my first company, 23 years old, and a friend took a job and he said, hey, I can get you a job doing IT down here in Massachusetts for about 70, 75 grand a year. Well, you know, at the time I'm making like 20. And that was really appealing. But I would have to move and didn't want to, and it didn't feel right. I didn't want to quit. And so what happened? I had to figure a lot of things out. But when you figure things out, you develop skills, you develop resilience. And there's, there's the personal character qualities, but there's also actual knowledge. And as I was sitting on the plane yesterday, talking with this man who can very, who did not finish high school, by the way, uh, who can easily afford to spend $600 per night on a hotel. It was that, those struggles in my 20s and the things that I did in my 30s and now that I'm doing in my 40s that have given me the skill to be able to provide him things that he does not have. Now, that doesn't mean he didn't struggle. Not, not, it's not a judgment or, or a comparison in any way. It's to say that when you have things go easily, you don't learn. And I think we all know that. right? If you spar with someone and they're not trying and they're not very good, 
you kind of have to make it more difficult for yourself. Otherwise, you're just going through the motions. You're kind of wasting your time. Good morning, Kelly. I hope you're healing well. So I'd like you to consider that the next time something difficult comes up for you, what is it giving you the opportunity to learn or practice? Number two, the happiest people are those who do the most for others. The most miserable are those who do the least. I think most of you, at least from what I know of you, do stuff for others. There's, there's a lot of enjoyment in helping others. In knowing that you made someone else's life better. Oh, pardon. Because you like it when people do that for you. Energy is about flow. Right? And so if, we, if I treat you well and you treat them well and they treat that person over there well, eventually it comes back to me and we all benefit. But if we all just kind of sit and there's no flow, it doesn't help. It doesn't do anything. Right? And I think you all know that. And our last quote for today. Most leaders spend time trying to get others to think highly of them, but instead they should try to get their people to think more highly of themselves. It's wonderful when the people believe in their leader. It's more wonderful when the leader believes in their people. You can't hold a man down without staying down with him. My vision of leadership, my view of leadership, has turned more into a coach. I like that imagery because I think it works well. And anybody who works on the team knows that my, my job, whether I say it explicitly or not, is to help them perform at their best. What do I need to provide to them? Sometimes it's traditional leadership, setting an example. Uh, sometimes it's providing resources. Sometimes it's a conversation. Sometimes it's a motivating conversation. Sometimes it's a critical conversation. But my job is to make sure every member of this team is performing at their best level because we all win when that happens. If you've ever worked for a company where there's not a lot of performance at the best level, you know how that feels. And it only takes one person not performing to bring everyone down. So we try not to do that. He says, there is enjoyment with that. It's being blessed by blessing someone. True healing takes place when both walk away changed, I believe. My vision for a quality relationship, whether it's professional or personal, romantic, doesn't matter. The best relationships were where both sides think they got the better deal. If I'm your friend, and you're my friend, and I think you bring more to the friendship than I do, and you think I bring more to the friendship than you do, we both win. I believe that it is, or at least should be the goal. I try to make sure that everyone on the team feels that I'm, I'm showing up for them. I, I want to deliver more value to them. I want them to look at whatever they get out of it, because everybody is, is taking different things, being part of what's okay. Whether 
you know, some of the folks make money, some of them are, are making money in the future, but I'm compensating them in other ways. I want them to overwhelmingly look at that value exchange and say, why would I ever stop doing this? Jeremy provides so much. That That's what I'm aiming for every single time, every single day with every single one of them. And some people look at that and they might say, that must be exhausting. That's not sustainable. Well, of course it is. Because as I get to know them better and I figure out what they need more and more, I'm facilitating them supporting each other. A coach isn't on the field. Coach runs practice and trusts them during the game and offers advice from the sidelines. That's a lot of what I do. When somebody has a bad play, you help them get better. When someone has a bad game, maybe you take them in the office and you say, hey, what's going on? And that's, that's my view of leadership. So, I hope you go check out that episode. Martial arts should be fun, because it really should be fun. And if it's not fun, uh, well, that's silly. I, we'll see. I hope you will consider supporting us. And remember, you've, you, if you're not following the First Cup Facebook group, I need you to. Some of you did not listen to me when I talked about that yesterday. I said, you have to do this. And you didn't listen. And you were scrambling. And I knew you were. So I even reminded you this morning. First Cup with Jeremy on Facebook. We will be streaming there. We will not be streaming to Whistlekick anymore. We will still be streaming to YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. But just a reminder, uh, most of you are on Facebook, and most of you, that means you can talk to each other. So if I look at, yeah, 70% of the people watching right now are on Facebook. Uh, the one person on Twitch, I think, is me. I still, I still load it up. Got to keep those habits. Tommy says the Elvis buying his fans Cadillacs thing just to see the reactions. He was also saying thank you. Yeah. When you have, give back. And Stacy says, now I'm here in Fogarty, my baby. Put me in, coach. That's all the singing again. All right, everybody, I'm going to see you back here tomorrow for a Friday episode. That feels like a million hours away, but I am already looking forward to it and tell you about my first day here, wherever I am. And if you want to figure out more, Instagram, my personal Instagram. Until then, how do I say it? How do I close the show? Take care, everybody. Peace. <laughs>